505. Yes, we've done it. We've made it all the way to Tuesday. It's almost the weekend. Welcome. <laughs> There's optimism for you, buddy. Tuesday. Yeah. It's almost to the weekend. I appreciate uh, the optimism, though. <laughs> I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, you know, you got to look forward. <laughs> I can't look back. Uh, the 30th of January already. Beautiful day yesterday. Hope everybody it, got a yeah, chance. To it was. I was. I took the dog on a walk yesterday around the neighborhood, mm-hmm. and I was. I was sweating. Yeah. All I had was yeah. a light jacket on. I'd take it off. I was sweating. Yeah. I did the chores. I went and fed the cattle yesterday afternoon. Way too many clothes because it's just kind of what I've been used to putting on every day. And yeah, it warmed up. Beautiful day to be out, and hopefully everybody had a chance to get out and take on a little bit of that sunshine. Not too bad this morning. Temperature-wise, I'm showing 39 here in Skunk Hollow as we get started, and uh, we'll have that forecast for you coming up in uh, just a little bit. You know, Zach, you know how, how raccoons are a problem to suburban land homeowners, you know, the, mm. the raccoon problem. They're yep. in the trash cans. They're in there. Well, our buddies over at the USDA, yeah, they've put together a study, and a report says they're also a big problem for farmers as well. I don't know if that's any real surprise to the farmers, but... We'll have that report coming up a little bit later as well. A lot to get to. We might as well get started. We head over to the newsroom. What do you got, Zach? Good morning, everyone. It is 44 degrees outside right now at 5.07. Weather and sports are coming up next. But first, here's what's happening now. St. Louis County prosecutor seeks to overturn the conviction of a 55-year-old inmate who has spent decades on death row. KTRS's Jim Fairchild has the details. The St. Louis County prosecutor now believes that inmate Marcellus Williams is innocent of the crime that landed him on death row and nearly cost him his life and is seeking to overturn his conviction. St. Louis County prosecuting attorney Wesley Bell has filed a court motion seeking to vacate the conviction of Williams, who narrowly escaped execution seven years ago for the stabbing death of Alicia Gale in 1998. Missouri law allows prosecutors to file for a hearing before a judge if they believe an inmate could be innocent or was otherwise erroneously convicted. Since that law passed in 2021, it's led to the freeing of two other men. Jim Fairchild, KTRS News. North Carolina has joined an emerging nationwide effort to improve outcomes for more prisoners who return to society through an approach focused on education, health care, and housing. Democratic Governor Roy Cooper signed an executive order Monday that seeks to reduce recidivism through formal training and workforce tools for incarcerated people so more people can succeed once they are freed. The order aligns with the goals of reentry 2030. The program is being developed by the Council of State Governments and other groups. North Carolina is the third state to officially join reentry 2030 after Missouri and Alabama. Steps are being taken to help the displaced Heritage House residents. The city of St. Louis will host a housing fair this week to connect those residents with other available long-term living facilities. A letter was sent to residents last week from the Heritage House Corporation that the high-rise apartment complex in Midtown will be closing for a year or more as a result of the damage from burst pipes earlier this month. The residents, many who are elderly, have been staying in the Hilton St. Louis Airport Hotel. They have until February 6th to find a new place to live. The housing fair will be held at the Hilton St. Louis Airport Hotel from 9 this morning until 2 this afternoon and again tomorrow from 1 in the afternoon until 8 in the evening. A Missouri lawmaker is proposing a bill which would block local ordinances that require landlords to accept tenants who use federal assistance vouchers. The proposal by Representative Ben Keithley would prevent local ordinances that prohibit landlords from turning down tenants because they use the vouchers commonly known as Section 8. The House General Laws Committee is scheduled to consider the legislation later today. Four members of the O'Fallon, Illinois Department of Public Safety are being honored with awards for their dedication and service. The recipients are Daniel Lindo, who's Firefighter of the Year, Lead Telecommunicator Brian Bauer, Civilian of the Year, Paramedic Patrick Patrick Lenz, Emergency Medical Services Employee of the Year, and Officer Daniel Hasselbacher, Police Officer of the Year. Time now is 510, taking a look at the KTRS forecast today. Cloudy with a high of 43. Tonight, clear with an overnight low of 34. And tomorrow, sunny with a high of 52. It's currently 44 degrees outside at the Big 550 KTRS. Switching over to the sports desk, the Blues close out the first half of the season 
with the Columbus Blue Jackets at home tonight. The Blue Note will be looking for their sixth consecutive victory to head into the All-Star break. St. Louis City SC is training this week at home in downtown. Head coach Bradley Carnell told reporters that Rasmus Alm continues to uh, progress coming back from off-season sports hernia surgery. Edward Leuven and Joachim Nilsson are away from St. Louis City SC this week as they return to their home countries to obtain their green cards. This could in turn free up international roster space for the club. Cardinals have claimed outfielder Alfonso Rivas off of waivers from the Angels. The 27-year-old spent the 2023 season with the Pirates and Padres organizations, hitting 229 with 40 in 48 big league games. That'll do it from the sports desk. We'll be right back with Farmer Dave. The Big 550 KTRS starts another broadcast day. Thankful to be in America. Tuesday morning, 30th of January. Once again, welcome aboard. Beautiful day yesterday. We'll have that forecast for you coming up in just a little bit. What'd you say? I was busy doing show prep there. What'd you say? Is there going to be any rain coming? Uh, there is a chance of a, it wasn't in the forecast during the news, but there is a slight chance of a shower throughout the day. Could see a sprinkle here or there, but nothing. We had, uh, had showers overnight, actually. I woke up, left the house this morning uh, to a, to a spot shower. Oh yeah, but it's gonna be yeah, it's gonna be cloudy today. Could see us could see us shower too this afternoon into tonight, but then nothing nothing major. Yeah, hang on a minute, Pam, get up, go out and check the rain gauge, see if we got any rain. You talk, what, what, you what talk that, so dear? tough. Yeah. What was that, dear? Oh, never mind. <laughs> yeah, you talk so tough. I uh, know I'm so tough. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like that's gonna happen. She's gonna go check the rain gauge. I uh, I don't know if I didn't even. I didn't even think of looking out this morning to see if things were wet. I was taking it for granted that it was a beautiful <laughs> evening and that spring had sprung after yesterday. Yeah, looking at the radar, there's a a very, uh, let's see, very thin storm front move that just moved through. It looks like it's just north of where you are. But There you go. Some people weather might report, be seeing rain. Weather report brought to you by Viviano Heating Air. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, speaking of sponsors, hey, uh, there's an uh, upcoming event. We'll talk more about it the rest of the week. And on on Friday, I think, Friday morning, Leanne Seidenstricker from Seidenstricker Nobi, yeah, SN Partners, she's going to join us to talk about this event coming up. But I want you to mark your calendars. Uh, this weekend, February the 2nd through the 4th at the Samuels Convention Center. Now, Zach, you're talking about you went to the car show. I did you go need, to the car show. You mm-hmm. need to take time to go to the outdoor show at the St. Charles Convention Center this weekend. Okay. Green paint wall-to-wall, buddy. They're going to have it all. Riding lawnmowers, gators, tractors, everything. Yeah, you need to combine. Check it out. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's this weekend. I'm going to the website right now, actually. Check it out. Check it out. Yeah, it's uh, 
runs, uh, let's see, uh, Friday from noon to 5, Saturday 10 to 5, and Sunday 10 to 4. So uh, we'll have more on that. But mark your calendar if you're thinking about maybe in the market for a John Deere rider or a Gator or a compact utility tractor. Uh, she asked me yesterday, uh, Leanne says, well, Dave, how's that new, how's that tractor of yours doing? I said, I could use a new one. <laughs> she said, rub a lamp. <laughs> You're not getting one. <laughs> uh, I just thought maybe she'd thinking about sending me one over or something. I don't know. But anyway, yeah, so it'd be a great, uh, uh, opportunity to go uh, look at them. They'll have their people there to explain them all to you. The zero turns and the, the little riding tractors and the conventional, uh, uh, util- compact utility tractors and the side-by-sides, the gators, check it all out. That's going to be this weekend. And as I said, we'll have more details on that for you uh, a little later in the week. Let's run over to the trade yesterday. Boy, the corn trade just having a tough go. South America, Argentina, Brazil, they're right into the middle of their corn season. And, man, it looks like things are going to they're going to have a big crop. Brazil's reporting their first corn crop uh, harvest at 15% complete. They have two corn crops in Brazil, and that's what the first crop is, uh, the one that they are harvesting right now. And then they'll come back with another one. But they uh, are 15% complete. That compares to 10% on the five-year average. And the second corn crop planting has reached 3.97 million hectares. Uh, Argentina's 24 corn output has been raised by 1.5 million metric ton. They're now calling for 56.5 million metric ton. Uh, that crop is 97% completely uh, planted. Condition ratings did decline a little bit in the recent week due to warmer and drier weather, but it looks like we are going to see a big crop coming out of Brazil and Argentina once again, and that is putting pressure on the uh, U.S. crop. Um, Mexico and Japan, uh, looks like they were buyers. USDA had accumulated export totals of 156 Million metric ton at 615 million bushels through the 25th of January, which is 30% ahead of last year's pace. Uh, we're shipping a lot of it out, but yet there is a lot of it out there to ship and pressure on the market. March corn closed down six at 440. The May was at 450 down five and a half cents a bushel. We're lower overnight once again. March is at uh, 438. That's down two. May's down one at 449. The September corn at 464 down another penny. December at 473 down three quarters of a cent a bushel. So there's just no life in this corn trade. A lot of pressure coming from all directions as far as where this corn market is going to go. Over on the soybeans, yeah, we saw some big losses there as well. The first day of the week, we ended up as much as 15 cents lower Uh, March beans closed under the $12 mark for the first time since June. New crop beans held firmer but also faded 2 to 4 cents before it was all said and done. Front month soy meal futures were the bright spot in the complex on Monday, ending the day 2.30 to 5.30 a ton higher. Uh, Looks like Brazilian soybean harvest, 9% complete versus a 4% normally at this time of the year. Uh, the BA Grain Exchange estimating 98% of the Argentine soybean crop is planted. Conditions were rated at 44% good to excellent. That is a sharp drop from the previous week. That group rate 8% of the crop in poor to very poor condition. Uh, their production estimate of 52.5 million metric ton is still larger than the most recent USDA figure of 50 million metric tons. So their production estimate bigger than what the USDA is projecting. March beans closed at 1194, down 15. May at 1205, down 11 and a quarter. Over on the overnight trade, yeah, we're lower again. So much for the $12 in the nearby. March trading at 1191, that's down two and three quarters. May at 1202, down two and three quarters as well. November down to 1178, down two and a quarter in January at 1189. And that is down a penny and a half. And there are no, I'm just looking out long range here. There are no $12 beans on the board. Let's see, we've got $12 beans in May, July, and August. And after that, we don't have any $12 beans on the board through July of 2027. Beans for November of 2027 are trading on the board 
at $10.70 a bushel. There is nothing on the board in the bean trade that's telling us anything positive is headed our way on that bean market. But, yeah, it is all pretty much subject to change. Over on the wheat trade, we were lower there as well yesterday. March couldn't hold on to the $6 mark, 593 down 6. July new crop at 609, down 6 and 3 quarters. In July of 2025, trading at 648, down 6 and a quarter. Over on the overnight, March is down another penny and a quarter at 592. July new crop, 608. It's trying to head to the $5 mark. It's down a penny and a quarter, and December's off one and a half at 6. 521 on the mark on this uh, Tuesday morning, the 30th of January. We'll take a quick break. Come back, take a look at the livestock and the forecast for the week right after this. Here's our story. Tony and Denise, brother and sister team, born and raised in good old St. Louis, started in 2009. More like 1959. Started our business in 2009 with the idea of buying in bulk in order to save you money. Our sales staff will educate you on products and features that are most important to you. We can offer top brands like GE at the lowest price every day. Come by and visit any of our four showrooms or shop us online at theappliancediscounters.com where... Our savings are your savings. When you go and get your car washed, do you really care which car wash you go to? Yes, because not all car washes are created equal. Country Club Car Wash is the local family-owned and family-operated car wash since 1989. All these other ones that are popping up, they're all run by out-of-town hedge funds. Keep it local. Keep it great. Touchless car washes, no brushes, inside and out. Five area locations, Country Club Car Wash, or cccwstl.com. What makes SWIC your first choice? Is it our affordable tuition, convenient locations, and online classes? Or the 150-plus degrees and certificates in business, fine arts, health science, technical education, and more? Whatever it is, Southwestern Illinois College can train you for an exciting career or help you prepare for a university. Visit SWIC.edu, take a tour, and enroll today. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. Your early morning wake-up call continues. Here's Farmer Dave Schumacher on the Big 550 KTRS. 523 forecast coming up in just a little bit. If you're heading out the door this morning, medium kind of jacket will get you through. Uh, not too bad out there. Let's run over to the cattle trade. Well, cattle futures gave back the initial triple-digit gains on Monday to close 37 to 57 cents lower. Last week we had a little momentum. Looks like we're giving a little of it back. Feeder cattle were down uh, by 107. Front month feeders gave back their nice gains from last week. Cash trade uh, confirmed at 175 in the south. Oklahoma's uh, feeder cattle auction uh, uh, looks like their re- uh, review 10,000 heads sold with prices 10 to 15 dollars higher. Uh, looks like they had 44% steers, 53% heifers. Now that's a little surprising, that number right there. And you know, we always talk about the steer to heifer ratio. Uh, if you've got 53% heifers coming to the auction for feeders, they're not keeping them back home. USDA had sales at 173 to 177 last week. With the bulk of the action in that 175, USDA quoted box beef prices as 111 lower for the choice at 299.42. Selects were 31 cents lower at 288.82. Uh, numbers on Monday: 125,000 compared to 115,000 last week, and 120,000 the same week last year. February cattle closed at 177.37, down 107. April at 181.22, down 45. June cattle at 178.47, down 37. March feeders at 238.62, down 107. Over in the pork complex, as the traders are trying to decide which way they want to go with the market there, we were, uh, we'll call it slightly higher, 17 to 35 cents. Not much action yesterday. 
USDA's national base average hog price uh, uh, came in about 164 higher at 56.27. USDA's cutout value was 44 cents lower at 89.07. Numbers for Monday: 490,000. That's up from up by 7,000 from last week and by 16,000 from the same Monday. Last week, yeah, the world is full of pork. February hogs closed at 75.27, up 35. April at 83.42, that's up 17. And the February pork cutouts closed at 87.42, down 2 cents. Five, almost 5.26 on this Tuesday morning, 30th of January. Let's run over to the weather desk and take a look at what we've got coming for the week. Zach, looks like some warm weather. Yeah, it's going to be a nice one this week. It's uh, 44 degrees outside right now. You could see a spot shower out there sometime today. That chance of rain is going to continue into tonight. Just a quick spot shower uh, throughout the day today. Mostly cloudy this afternoon. High of 43 degrees, so we're at that high for today. Low of 33 overnight tonight. Decreasing clouds on Wednesday with a high of 51 degrees tomorrow. Mostly clear on Wednesday night with a low of 35. Sunny on Thursday. 61 degrees the high on Thursday with a low of 40 on Thursday night. 60 again on Friday with plenty of sun and for the weekend Saturday. Partly sunny with a high of 58 degrees on Saturday. Could see a spot shower on Saturday night into Sunday. Chance of rain throughout the day on Sunday with a mostly cloudy high of 53 degrees. Chance of rain overnight Sunday into Monday as well with a low of 38. And on Monday, slight chance of a shower will be sunny by the afternoon on Monday and a high of 50. That's the latest from the Weather Desk. I'm Zach Bining with the Big 550 KTRS. Zach, we're at almost 50-plus. There's one or two days it drops just a little under it. One of them is today. But, I mean, a week from Thursday, this is like 50, backing up from a week from this Thursday, 57, 54, 51, 49, 49, 57, 60. I think, I think it's spring, safe to say I, that Arctic blast is gone. I think the spring is sprung. I think it's. I think it's. Now you here. say get, that we're going to have a huge snowstorm here in a couple the, weeks. Get the planners yeah. out, boys. Get the planners out. It looks like the uh, looks like looks like finally we're going to have a great weekend. Maybe for the hay auction. Boy, we've had some we've had some nasty cold, Saturdays. Yeah, some cold, cold, Saturday, rainy, yeah. wet. You know, but it looks like we're going to have some pretty good weather. That's this uh, Saturday at the Hamilton Hay Auction over on. Uh, the currents. I'm showing 39 here in rural Belva. Winds are blowing in out of the west at six. Uh, finally, that visibility is back to 10 miles. We've got the fog out of the neighborhood. Humidity is at 78%. Sun up at 7.08 and Sunday on this afternoon at 5.20. We'll take a break for some news and uh, some of the news in the world of agriculture. We'll be right back. We are Missouri Farm Bureau Insurance, and we're here for all of life's wins. Like when you get a new car or a new boat or a new driver, or when your son moves out but your mom moves in, or you find out you're expecting again. Or when one rental property turns into two, then 20. Or you realize they're all in Tornado Alley. Life is full of life events. So call your Missouri Farm Bureau insurance agent or visit mofbinsurance.com to find an agent near you. And we'll make sure you have the right coverage for each of life's wins. Let's talk about your tile floor. Are the high traffic areas darker than the other? Hi, everybody. McGraw-Millhaven here for the Grout Medic. That discoloration is years of dirt and buildup. The Grout Medic will professionally clean and then seal your grout so it's one consistent color again, just like the day you installed it. Their sealer protects for 7 to 10 years. 636-317-8860 or online at GroutMedicSTL.com. You can even change the color of your grout. GroutMedicSTL.com. Your St. Louis Symphony Orchestra and music director Stefan Deneuve explore musical fables. A performance featuring the timeless classic Peter and the Wolf. Accompanied by the Academy Award winning short film. And Francis Poulenc's colorful Les Animaux Modernes. Narrated by Broadway star and St. Louis native Ken Page. January 27th and 28th at Stiefel Theater. Tickets at SLSO.org. You know, it was in 2007 when they came to me and said, Would you have a problem advertising for R&R Sanitation Porta-Potties? And I said, Sure, no problem. But I didn't even know they needed advertising. Turns out they were in the middle of a Porta-Potty war. Somebody wanted to put them out of business, and so they needed to advertise. Well, guess what? All these years later, one of our biggest and best supporters is R&R Sanitation Porta-Potties. Why? They're local company, locally owned, locally operated, and yes, even though we joke and we think of them as a Porta-Potty company, what R&R Sanitation really 
is a customer service company. Because when you need porta potties for the events down the street, for the block parties, for the work done on the house, for Mardi Gras, whatever it may be, you want a company you can trust. You want a company that will drop off and pick up in a moment's notice. You got it. R&R Sanitation or R&R Portable Toilets. When they really do want your stinking business, R&R Sanitation or R&R Portable Toilets.com. ABC News, I'm Sherry Preston. The Biden administration still weighing options in response to the drone attack that killed those three American service members in Jordan. U.S. forces in the region have come under attack at least 165 times since the start of Israel's war against Hamas. The U.S. military has responded with airstrikes against Iranian-backed militants in Iraq and Yemen. As for striking inside Iran, a senior U.S. official says Biden has deep misgivings, fearing the conflict could further escalate. That's ABC's M. Wynn. Details of the attack coming to light, including that U.S. forces may have mistaken the enemy drone for a U.S. drone, which is why it got through security systems. The Homeland Security Secretary expecting a House committee will vote on articles of impeachment against him today. House Republicans say Alejandra Mayorkas has lied to Congress about the southern border. Illinois, the latest state to consider whether to keep Donald Trump on the primary ballot after a recommendation that he be removed. This is ABC News. 44 degrees outside at 531. I'm Zach Biden, KTRS News. Another juvenile is the victim of gun violence in the city of St. Louis. Police say a 15-year-old boy was shot last night along the 5200 block of Robin Avenue in North St. Louis. The victim is expected to survive. There's no word on a motive or of any arrests. Steps are being taken to help the displaced Heritage House residents. The city of St. Louis will host a housing fair this week to connect those residents with other available long-term living facilities. A letter was sent to residents last week from the Heritage House Corporation, the apartment complex, and very seeking St. Louis County prosecuting to file a court motion for conviction of those who narrowly escaped execution to go for the staff of Lee Gale in 19. Missouri law allows prosecutors to file for a hearing before a judge if they believe an inmate could be innocent or was otherwise erroneously convicted. Since that law was passed in 2021, it has led to the freeing of two other men. A newly pu- published statewide plan is now available to help Missourians prevent and lower the risk of suicide in their families and communities. KTRS's Jim Fairchild has details. The five-year plan was written by state mental health professionals. Missouri continues to have a higher suicide rate of 18.7 compared to the national average of 14.04 per 100,000 people. The Missouri Suicide Prevention Plan offers suggestions for what citizens can do in their communities to make a difference, including visiting Missouri988.org, spreading the word about calling or texting 988, the Suicide and Crisis Lifeline, getting trained and supporting community-led efforts to promote suicide prevention and Intervention and postvention care. Jim Fairchild, KTRS News. A GoFundMe account has been set up to help the family of a woman who was killed after a SUV crashed into a salon in Pacific. 61 year old Jill Goddard was getting her nails done at the Pacific Hair and Nail Spa on East Osage Street on Saturday afternoon when she was killed. Money raised will go towards her funeral expenses and to pay for her family members to travel to Missouri for the funeral. It's 535 and 44 degrees outside. I'm Zach Bining, KTRS News. What if I told you that with one click to Wholesale Signing Depot, that's WSDepot.com, you can view the best selection of windows, doors, siding, and decking products that are durable, up-to-date, and energy-saving that will increase your home's value and comfort. All at wholesale pricing to save your hard-earned money. My grandson Elijah says, Are you kidding me? My name is Julius Krasanik, celebrating 51 years in this industry. Our local and family business is Wholesale Siding Depot. Please visit our website at wsdepot.com. That's wsdepot.com. For name brand windows from Anderson and Viwinko, Certainty Composite and Vinyl Siding, Pro-V and Masonite Doors, Decking from Azac, Envision, Fortress and Trex, We also offer a free contractor referral service to take care of your installation needs. Keep it local and professional. Please visit WSDepot.com. That's WSDepot.com. When you go and get your car washed, do you really care which car wash you go to? Yes, because not all car washes are created equal. Country Club Car Wash is the local family-owned and family-operated car wash 
since 1989. All these other ones that are popping up, they're all run by out-of-town hedge funds. Keep it local. Keep it great. Touchless car washes. No brushes. Inside and out. Five area locations. Country Club Car Wash or cccwstl.com. Your early morning wake-up call continues. Here's Farmer Dave Schumacher on the Big 550 KTRS. 536 on this Tuesday morning. Let's run over to the weather desk real quick. Zach, what do you got? Still holding at 44 degrees outside right now. You could see a spot shower sometime throughout the day today. Just a light chance of some rain at some point during the afternoon today. High of just 43 degrees today. Plenty of clouds today as well. Cloudy overnight tonight as well with a low of 33. Sun comes out tomorrow, though, with a high of 51 degrees. Mostly clear on Wednesday night with a low of 35. Probably sunny on Thursday. High of 60. 61 degrees on Thursday and a low of 40 on Thursday night. Mostly sunny on Friday as well. 61 degrees the high again on Friday with a low of 44 Friday night for the weekend Saturday. Slight chance of a shower Saturday morning. It will be mostly cloudy on Saturday with a low of 43. On Sunday, chance of showers throughout the day. Mostly cloudy in the afternoon. High of 53. And on Monday, could see a shower in the morning, but it will turn sunny by the afternoon and a high of 50 degrees on Monday. That's latest from the weather desk. I'm Zach Binding with the Big 550 KTRS. You know, Zach, if we hit 60 degrees, that would be a 70 or 65 degree swing in a matter of two weeks. Yeah. Three weeks. Mm. Sounds like uh, sounds like a Midwest. Uh, that is crazy. Midwest talk. weather. Yeah, that is crazy talk. That's for sure. All right. Well, the Super Bowl is set. Well, you know what that means right off the bat. The USDA, Zach, has come out with their mm. safety for friends and family during the big game. You know, the the secretary of USDA undersecretary for food safety is already issuing warnings about letting the dip sit out all day long. And make, and <laughs> you know someone's going to do it. Sick. Well, yeah, USDA's, you know, they got their hotline. Mm-hmm. You can call them and they can tell you how to keep your dip chilled while you're uh, watching the game. Uh, they say the big concern is whether you're ordering food uh, delivery. That they say... Among the safety tips, one of the biggest ones is if you're ordering food from out to have it delivered, make sure there's someone there to get the food in a timely manner. In other words, don't let them set it on the front do they do porch that? and leave it. Do they do that? If there's nobody if, home, if I've never had food delivered. Um, I mean, I don't. Every time I order food, I'm home. But I mean, yeah, they just set it on your front porch, and then you get a text or an email that your food's been dropped off. Really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they'll, they'll live, usually just come up to the porch, set it, and take a picture of it so, you know, they have proof that they, you know, took it to the house. And, yeah. Really? Yeah. I've been there. I've never had that. Well, out here where I'm at, ain't nobody delivering food out here. If you sit it on the front porch here, something's going <laughs> to eat it before. <laughs> something will eat it before you get there. Uh, they say make sure you get any uneaten food into the refrigerator as quickly as possible. Not that you haven't heard that before. Uh, perishable foods that have been sitting out at room temperature must be eaten within two hours of being cooked. Food safety must remain a top priority for your bowl parties. There you go. You've been warned. So you said two two hours? Two hours. Oh, that's not that's only one half of the football game. Well, if so you, you gotta put it by it halftime. <laughs> <laughs> so you can't leave it out the whole game? No, usually by halftime the game's over anyway. So yeah. it, you know, you tell your friends to go home. Dips, the dip's gone bad. Then they start replaying the, you know, same commercials and whatnot. So, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I saw something on the news the other night that the, uh, the Clydesdales, one of the Clydesdales, had a baby this week. I think it was this week, and they say there it's a tease that the new baby might make an appearance in a Super Bowl commercial. That's pretty. That's a pretty quick turnaround. I've, with the game only being a week and a half away. It's... Yeah, yeah. They, there's rumors that the new little Clydesdale might make an appearance in the Super Bowl. But I haven't. Well, I guess it'll start this week where we start seeing and hearing about the Super Bowl commercials. They uh, they were teasing um, teasing a few commercials in the games this weekend. Yeah, they'd you know tease something and then they'd say coming in two weeks. So. Yeah. I still like the. I think still one of my favorite ones is that what is it the E Trade where the little kids are sitting in their high chairs. Oh, and they're talking like adults. Yeah, and they're yeah. talking like they're trading <laughs> and stuff. I I still think that's one of the one of the cuter ones. Now the Clydesdales, the you know they've done they've had some pretty ones and or some uh, 
fun ones, but I think that one with the little kids talking, some of them, I, at the end of the commercial, you have no idea what they were for. I mean, it's like, <laughs> that seems you spent how, yeah. how many million dollars? And I don't even know what company you were talking about. They kind of try and be too cute sometimes. Yeah, it seems to happen at least a few times every year. Yeah, and then you just kind of like, what was that all about? Oh, well, well, we'll wait and see. So we're a couple weeks away from that. Uh, We were talking earlier in the show about raccoons. Now, those of you that live in town have raccoons. Raccoons are everywhere. And there's nothing more aggravating than the uh, to get up in the morning and your trash can's turned over and your garbage is all over the yard. And I can tell a real quick story because this is I'm going to tell this story about my dad one time. Uh, and he's gone, so unfortunately he won't be there to hear it. Uh, but anyway, Zach, one night we were all in bed. And all of a sudden we heard this racket. And we all jump up and we look out the window. And there's a we, we, the lid's off the trash can. Well, we lived kind of in rural Belleville. It wasn't in town. So we turn on the yard lights, and we saw this raccoon jump out of the trash can. So my dad thought, I'm getting that rascal. We've had trash cans dumped over every night. So we look out, and I said, Dad, he's still in there because the light's reflecting. I could see his little beady eyes. So my dad takes a shotgun, and he's going to get this coon. So he shoots, blows the top out of the trash can. And it was a uh, a can reflecting light off the yard lights were reflecting off of a can. So he blew a he blew a can plumb out of the he didn't top. Even get, he didn't even get the <laughs> raccoon. There wasn't even a raccoon in there. Oh. It was the light reflect. We thought it was his eyes. <laughs> it was the light. He blew a, blew the top out of the trash can. Uh, tried to get the raccoon, but anyway, uh, yeah, we always kid him about how he took a shot of can. Thought he had it. <laughs> thought he had our little little varmint uh, caught. Well, yeah. There are big problems for farmers as well, and our buddy Gary Crawford over at the U.S. Department of Agriculture explains what's going on in rural America. When it comes to finding songs sung by raccoons or about raccoons, the pickings are pretty slim, as you can hear for yourself. I'm a raccoon. How do you do? I would like to play a game with you. Ah, but when it comes to farmers versus raccoons, it is not a game. They'll eat just about anything. The raccoons, not the farmers. That's Drew Ricketts. He's a Kansas State University wildlife management specialist, and he says raccoons cause a lot of trouble for farmers spreading disease to pets and people, tearing into barns and feed sheds, or just eating the crops right out of the field. Our specialty crop producers really suffer from raccoon damage sometimes, and so, you know, the the folks who are growing crops like watermelons and cantaloupes and and pumpkins and squashes and and vegetables like that raccoons can do a, a incredible amount of damage financial damage if a cantaloupe has one bite taken out of it then that cantaloupe is no longer usable or marketable and so that's a big challenge for those specialty crop producers But Ricketts sometimes is called in to help growers of field crops like corn and sorghum that are being eaten by raccoons. Also, stored livestock feed can take a big hit from raccoons. If we get a a raccoon inside of a bin that contains corn that's meant for livestock, they can do an incredible amount of damage to that. If we have bag feed stored somewhere, they can do a lot of damage to that. And not just from the animals eating the feed, but from the feces the raccoons leave back there. Some farmers are experienced, of course, at animal control. Others, not so much. Many places, of course, have laws pertaining to nuisance wildlife control. And Drew Ricketts strongly suggests... Find out your local laws before you embark on any sort of wildlife control campaign on your own. And whatever you do, do not leave poison out in an attempt to kill the raccoons. That is illegal no matter where you live. It's really hard to put a poison out that's going to be, you know, appetizing enough to a raccoon for them to consume a lethal dose without also exposing pets, uh, other wildlife, even people to, to that poison. And so folks need to be aware that that's not legal. Best idea? Consult with a professional wildlife control expert. Gary Crawford reporting for the U.S. Department of Agriculture. And, Zach, we got the horses, and with that uh, sweet feed that the horses, we feed the horses, 
Uh, I've tried everything to keep those little rascals out. They they can open a trash can quicker than I can, and they will get into that sweet feed, and they can make a mess. And, boy, they get in the barns, and they get into the equipment, and they'll – I mean, we've had them in the combine get up in the up in the engine compartments of combines and tractors and stuff. They can be a pest. Now, there's no doubt about it. And most of the time, you got one, you got a bunch of them. There's, they, they kind of travel in packs. So if you uh, got feed, you want to make sure you got it all kind of wrapped up. You know, one time I'll tell you this, real, this one night we came home, Zach, and uh, um, when in good weather, we leave the garage door up about a foot. We got a, uh, a, we had two cats. They were garage cats. We let them, the door up so they could come in and out. So they, at night, they wouldn't mm-hmm. be out exposed to the coyotes or anything. Yeah. So we were gone. One night we come home. I hit the button. Door goes up. There's a mama and three baby raccoons in the garage. Mm-hmm. They're lined up at the cat feeder. They're having breakfast at the cat feeder. So the mama runs out. The babies didn't. They panicked because the headlights. They went. The walls are plastered in the garage. So they, they go up the walls and freeze. So now the headlights are on them, and on the front wall of the garage are three baby raccoons. They're just froze. They're like, don't move. They won't see us. <laughs> I had to get a broom and sweep them out. Get them. They wouldn't move. I had to get them off the wall. Once I got them on the ground, they took off out the door. But, yeah, they froze on the wall thinking, if we don't move, they won't see us. Yeah, well, <laughs> we saw them. So but are anyways, they hissing at you and stuff while you're trying no, to get them the ba- out? No, the babies were. They didn't know what to do. You know, mama, <laughs> mama's like. I'm out of here. And uh, I'm sure they caught up when they got out the, out the door. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I wouldn't have wanted to deal with her. She would have hung around to keep those protect those three babies. But she kind of bailed out on them. 548 on this uh, Tuesday morning. Let's run over to Wall Street see what they're doing, Zach. From ABC News, Wall Street Now. The Dow Jones returned to its winning ways as all three major stock indexes closed at record highs Monday. The Dow rose 224 points to finish the session at 38,333. The S&P added three-quarters of 1%. The Nasdaq gained over 1.1%. Those advances came after the Treasury Department said it expected to borrow less than previously anticipated in the first three months of 2024. The department expects increases in net fiscal flows and a higher cash balance to start the quarter. Boeing is pulling back on a request to the FAA for a safety exemption for its new 737 MAX 7 jets. Lawmakers have been pushing the FAA to reject Boeing's request after a recent mid-air incident involving a door panel on Alaska Airlines MAX 9. The easing cost of raw materials is allowing IKEA to roll back some of the price hikes it imposed two years ago. The home goods giant says price cuts in some markets are already boosting sales. Jim Ryan, ABC News. And it looks like the market's off about 60 points in the overnight trade. Coming up on 550, we'll take a real quick break. We'll come back with that forecast right after this. I'm Mike Robinson with Robank Properties, and I want your fixer-upper home or condo. It's crazy to spend a ton of money fixing it up when I will pay you top dollar right now. I don't even care what condition it's in. Your trash is my treasure. No inspections, no contingencies, just cold, hard cash. Call me, Mike Robinson, at 314-283-0867. That's Mike Robinson, 314-283-0867, or at robangproperties.com. How's your tile? Do you need some help? Well, the Grout Medic can help. They can restore the tile and the grout to look like new at a fraction of the cost to replace. They'll clean the tile. They'll clean the grout. Heck, they'll even repair the tile and recalk if they have to. Any type of repair of tile on the floor, the wall, the counter, marble, travertine, traditional, or natural stone. 10% off if you mention you heard about it from the McGraw Show. 636-317-8860 or groutmedicstl.com. Jackson Hewitt offers you the biggest refund guaranteed or your money back plus 100 bucks. Hurry into Jackson Hewitt today. Your early morning wake-up call continues. Here's Farmer Dave Schumacher on the Big 550 KTRS. 550, time for weather. Let's run over to the weather desk. This report brought to you by our Farm Family Resource Initiative. What do you got, Zach? 44 and cloudy outside right now. Could see a sprinkle or quick shower throughout the day today. It will be mostly cloudy, though. High of 43 degrees, so we're at that high. Low of 33 overnight tonight. Sunny on Wednesday with a high of 51 degrees. Mostly clear Wednesday night with a low of 35. 
Partly sunny on Thursday, high of 60 degrees with a low of 40 Thursday night. 60 and sunny on Friday as well with a low of 44 on Friday night and for the weekend. Slight chance of a shower on Saturday. It will be mostly cloudy with a high of about... Uh, 50 degrees on Saturday and on Sunday it's going to be a chance of rain throughout the day mostly cloudy Sunday afternoon into Sunday evening with a high of 53 and a low of 38 Sunday and on Monday could see a shower in the morning but it will be mostly sunny by the afternoon on Monday with a high of 50 degrees that's the latest from the weather desk I'm Zach Binding with the big 550 KTRS all right thanks Zach we'll take it uh, currently showing 40 degrees here now in Belleville. Winds are blowing in out of the west at 4. Humidity at 78%. Visibility is at 10 miles. Sun up at 708. And yeah, those daylight hours continue to stretch out. Sun down at 520 this afternoon. Well, believe it or not, those weather forecasts tells us huh, it's planting season right around the corner. And you're going, oh, my God, I'm not ready. My tractors aren't ready. My equipment's not ready. I'm still paying my bills from the harvest, and now here we are talking about spring planting already. Well, does that all sound familiar to your farming operation? Well, if you're feeling overwhelmed or hopeless, there is help. Yeah, the Farm Family Resource Initiative Helpline, it's there for you. If you're a farmer or a farm family member in need of some support, this is for you. 833-FARM-SOS is the phone number. You can call them. You can text them, 833-FARM-SOS. There's no cost to call. You'll receive confidential support from experts who understand the pressures of grain and livestock farming. They know what you're going through. Everyone needs someone to talk to. And if you're a farmer, as we said, or a farm family member in need of that support, call the helpline today, 833-FARM-SOS. That's 833 833- Three two seven six seven six seven. Brought to you by the Farm Family Resource Initiative in partnership with SIU Medicine. When you go shopping, you may not get the bargain you want, but at least you know and can compare prices. It should be that way with health care, but too often it's not. Need an operation on your knee? Want to know what it's going to cost? Good luck. For three years, hospitals have been required to provide patients with list prices and have negotiated charges for some 300 services. Only 36%, just over a third, are fully compliant. In Missouri, prices differ greatly depending on a patient's insurance. The cost of a pelvic CT scan, for example, can be 20 times more expensive in one hospital than another. Price transparency allows patients to compare providers, forces hospitals to compete on price, and helps insurers negotiate lower rates. State law should require all healthcare providers to publish prices in a user-friendly form. What we don't know is costing us. The price of healthcare shouldn't be a secret. Check out our 2024 blueprint, Moving Missouri Forward at showmeinstitute.org. The Show Me Minute has been brought to you by Show Me Institute and Show Me Opportunity. Before you put your home on the market, before you have to pay money fixing it up to sell it, before you have to pay real estate commissions, call me. I'm Mike Robinson with Robank Properties, and I will buy your home. Any property, any condition, anywhere, and always as is. Call me, Mike Robinson with Robank Properties, at 314-283-0867. That's 314-283-0867. You have nothing to lose when you call Robank Properties at 314-283-0867. Your early morning wake-up call continues. Here's Farmer Dave Schumacher on the Big 550 KTRS. 554, 40 degrees, give or take, out there as we get started this morning. Well, we are talking about the pest of raccoons and all the other things that go along with it. Well, the USDA recently announced a new subcommittee within its National Agricultural Research, Extension, Education, and Economics Advisory Board. One is focusing on pollinator health. We've talked about it before, how important those pollinators are. A new addition to a national advisory board providing input on decision-making with USDA's research, extension, education, and economics realm. The pollinator subcommittee is going to help us as we work to identify the collective set of stressors that impact pollinators, including but not limited to pests and pathogens, pollinator habitat, and climate change, to name a few. And so this subcommittee is going to play a very important role to help us identify the research priorities to support support pollinator health and help us focus on the best available science to inform our pollinator programmatic and policy needs. Undersecretary Shavonda Jacobs-Young says the nine-member pollinator
Consolidator Subcommittee, consisting of private, public, and academic experts, will meet on a regular schedule virtually to discuss research priorities and best science practices associated with pollinator health and conservation. I'm Rod Bain reporting for the U.S. Department of Agriculture in Washington, D.C. You can plant everything you want to plant, but without pollinators, it's going nowhere. Coming up on 556 as we're about out of time, running over to the overnight trade. Just can't seem to build any momentum. It's been a tough tough go here early in the week on the corn trade. We were five, six cents lower yesterday, and yeah, we're coming in lower again overnight. March corn's at 436. That's down three and a half. May at 448. That's down two and a quarter. September new crop at 464, down one and three quarters in December, trading at 472. That is down two cents a bushel. Yeah, they're de- they're trading some December of 2025 corn overnight. That's a penny and a half lower at 483 and December of 2027. Yeah, just around the corner. Traded yesterday at 466. Over on the soybean trade, yeah, we were lower yesterday and we're coming in lower overnight. Although things have settled down just a little bit, March is trading at 11.92. That's down one and three quarters. May at 12.03, down one and three quarters as well. November new crop trading at 11.78. That's off a penny and a half in January at 11.89, down two cents a bushel. <laughs> Excuse me. Must be Bless something you. in the must be something <laughs> in the air this morning. Uh, over on the wheat trade, yeah, we were lower yesterday. Can't uh, can't get that turned around either. It's tagging along with the corn. March wheat overnight's down a penny and a quarter at five ninety two. July new crop at six oh eight, down one and a quarter. And December trading at six thirty three, down a penny and a half. Well, that music means we're out of here. McGraw's in the wings. We'll keep an eye on the markets as always. We'll have updates at ten and twelve, and with any luck at all, we'll all be back together tomorrow at 5. Enjoy the day. It looks like it's going to be a good one. Talk to you tomorrow. Twenty three and Me has been around for about 18 years selling genetic testing. Most used it for fun, tracing down ancestors. But now we've discovered a nightmare side to 23 and Me. I'm Kim Commando, brought to you by T-Mobile. Their advanced network now goes farther than ever before. Visit T-Mobile.com slash 55 today. 23andMe was hacked last year. The names, addresses, and genetic information of 7 million people were stolen. Many were of Jewish and Chinese heritage. Even worse, it appears these particular people were targeted. It took 23andMe five months to realize that it had been hacked. And they found out only when the hackers began advertising the stolen data for sale on the dark web, which raises two questions. Who would want this data, and how could they use it? Off the top of my head, perhaps Hezbollah or Iran or any of the many racist groups here at home. If you haven't used 23andMe, don't. Hey, I'm giving away a $1,000 PC or Mac right now. Enter to win at commando.com slash win.